Hey everyone, it's Rich Lombino, therapist and lawyer. Welcome and thanks for joining me. In this podcast, I explore topics for maintaining good mental health through expanding your knowledge, developing insight, and creating and sustaining behavior change with the goal of improving the quality of your personal and professional lives. All right, let's get started. We all face tough times, the loss of a job, the end of a relationship, the death of someone close to us. When we finish the grieving process, typically we're able to rebuild our lives and return to the level of functioning we were at before these events. At times, however, events like these can lead to depression. Depression can also be caused by trauma, such as abuse. And for some, depression is a biological illness, genetically passed down through generations. At times, there's a combination of one or more of these factors, making it even more complicated. Sadly, in this country, there's still a stigma associated with mental illness. Even though these are medical conditions, they are not considered the same as physical health conditions by many. Often, some say depression can be a sign of weakness and a person should just get over it or work harder. However, depression has nothing to do with being weak or lacking effort. Depression has a significant effect on functioning and well-being. Symptoms can include experiencing diminished mood, loss of interest in most activities, insomnia, fatigue, feelings of worthlessness, difficulty concentrating, and others. These result in an impairment of one or more areas of functioning, such as work or personal. In the most extreme cases of depression, a person can consider, attempt, or commit suicide. Let's look at a hypothetical scenario. You're working in a high-pressure and intense job. If the higher-ups say they need you to come in on Saturday and work until 10 at night, well, that's what you have to do. But what if you can barely get out of bed, you didn't sleep most of the night, and the sleep you had was interrupted because you woke several times? Your worrying starts to move from moderate into severe territory. You're thinking, how can I possibly do the work that's expected of me if I'm struggling to even get out of bed? Even if you make it into work, you find it so difficult to concentrate that what normally takes you 15 minutes to do now takes you an hour or more. You're forced to stay at the office longer to get your work done, and this perpetuates the cycle of decreasing your mood and increasing your anxiety. You're breeding yourself up emotionally because you don't understand what's happening and are blaming yourself for everything. You're thinking, why can't I just get back to normal? This example focuses on professional functioning, but depression can also significantly impact your personal functioning, such as You're not able to do your home responsibilities like cleaning the yard, taking the kids to soccer practice, being there for your significant other to provide emotional support after a tough day, and many others. Resentment can build up in your significant other, resulting in conflict, which can intensify your already negative and serious feelings. Sadly, there's no quick and easy cure for ending depression. But thankfully, a combination of treatments has been found to reduce and in many cases eliminate symptoms so a person can return to their normal level of functioning. One treatment is seeing a psychiatrist, a medical doctor whose specialty is psychological matters and who can prescribe medication. 
Meeting with a therapist can also be beneficial. Even if people have a strong support system, they may feel they don't want to burden them or they may feel uncomfortable talking with them about certain types of issues. A therapist can provide an objective and safe space to talk, and this can be a helpful release of negative emotion and a place to gain insight into the issues that have contributed to the depression. Together, unitherapists can provide and develop a plan to move forward in a productive and positive way to heal. Other external resources include support groups, faith-based organizations, wellness programs at work, books, articles, and videos, among others. There's also the internal coping skills that you've been using and developing, like deep breathing, meditation, journaling, music, art, exercise, and others. Take a look at some of my other podcast episodes, like journaling, for example, to get more in-depth information about them. Combining supports can provide the most effective and ideal support to recover from depression. Well, the information in this podcast episode is to help you gain insight into depression so you or someone you know can get the help you need or intervene prior to symptoms becoming severe. The key to remember is you're not alone. You can feel better. Well, that's it for this podcast episode. Please subscribe, rate, and comment, and share on social media and otherwise. Visit richlombino.com to learn more about my counseling practice, see how to contact me, connect with me on social media, and read my blog and ebooks to learn about other topics. Most importantly, if you or someone you know are looking for more support, I'm here for you. Look forward to you joining me for other podcast episodes. Take care and be well.